Hey everybody, welcome to episode 18 of D&D 404. I'm your DM, Tony, and today we got three lovely first-time players. Starting with Jared, why don't you guys introduce yourselves in case this is the first episode they're listening to for some reason. Armos, Vannon over here, friendly warlock, maybe not so friendly. And I am Minis Pebblewalker of the Ivory Boulders. I'm a Swarmkeeper Ranger who's about to get very wet. And Drell of the Ashborn, a Goliath fighter, can definitely verify Ormos is not friendly because he shoots his <laughs> friends with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't listened to episode 17, Ormos shot Drell while he was inside of a Shambling Mound, knocking him out for a brief moment only to have the Shambling Mound fall on top of him. Spoilers. Kicking a man while he's down. But technically, also a recap. But before we get into the recap, we gotta give you the rundown. You know the drill. How's it going? You know, we got to start it off by checking out the Discord, the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok, where we have unique content and a Discord that grows with the episodes. That's right. As an episode comes out, we update the maps, some lore, some cool little tidbits, maybe some funny, funny items here and there. And we also have some role play going on. Guys, what's going on with you, though? What's, what's going on? What do you guys want to talk about real quick? Well, I got some miniature dice mini recently. Mini dice for my mini tar. I haven't been rolling it actually, but I just <laughs> felt I should have a pair of mini Those dice. Are so, so they're small. really cute, and I just want you to know that. That's all. What is that? So the D twenty is about the size of what a D twelve. It's a good size. Like that's how tiny it is. No, it's smaller. Really? It's like the size size of your thumbnail, like your fingernail, pinky fingernail. Oh, wow. Jared, how you feeling, bud? Almost. Yeah, how the puppy's hanging? Uh, you know, pretty good. Still a little under the weather myself, but you know, here, ready to go. Oh yeah, Almost has a hurt voice. Uh, just like last week, he has a hurt voice this week. He's not fully recovered yet. And Drell's voice is still amazing. Yep, I am just healthy and happy. Uh, and of course, my voices are amazing too, since I voice many. I know, I know. Where do I come up with these amazing accents? Oh, I know. Thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, note to myself to add crickets there in the post. Uh, right. Yeah, they <laughs> all sound like this. Here I am. <laughs> and here I slave over a hot mic for weeks. So how about that recap? <laughs> all right, let's give it a recap. So in the last episode, we started off fighting a shambling mound with Drell as that shambling mound was trying to eat him. While inside, he managed to break free with his bustling muscles and found a great sword, possibly belonging to an adventurer long ago that fell to the fate of the shambling mound. He started swinging it around like a madman inside and ended up killing the shambling mound from the inside out. The adventurers make camp after a hard fight and in the morning, they make it to the Riverwood Temple. Large in stature and pyramided shape, there's a giant overgrown tree coming out of a pyramid-shaped temple where the heroes quickly enter. Inside, they find an altar room and a sacrificial table filled with dried blood, but manage to figure out that just by sitting on the table, the door behind the altar opens, revealing a spiraling staircase into a descent of pure darkness. Our heroes walk down the stairs and find a very long, narrow tunnel leading to the unknown. As they travel through, the water rises, and Minus quickly jumps up on Drell's shoulders to try to stay dry as something plops down behind them. An unknown creature in blob-like shape quickly approaches them in the water. We now pick up the episode right after the bard plays the intro. All right, play that bard, and let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. 
So we are running right now <laughs> through the water. So here's the scenario real quick, all right? So you guys are in a very dark, narrow tunnel. It's about six feet wide from wall to wall. You really can't, uh, the ceiling is pretty close to you. This, I would say the ceiling is about just a couple of feet. Minus's head is just barely missing it uh, while on top of Drell's shoulders. Armos is swimming behind when he, you guys heard this thing plop into the water. When he turned around, he saw this grayish blob underneath the water start making its way towards you. The water is about up to Armos's neck. So he has to swim to try to keep uh, to keep his head up. And Drell is just like up to mid chest because he's so tall. You can hear water on the direction you're going. You guys wanted to book it to try to outrun this thing that's behind you. Do we hear running water or rushing water? You hear running water ahead of you. May sound like a little waterfall. It's just over yonder. Mm, okay. So we're gonna start off by get, uh, giving each other initiatives, and then we'll go from there. I'll roll my mini die for the first time. Never rolling it again. That was a seven. Well, ten. <laughs> I got a sixteen. I got a four. And this thing got a six. Fuck. Oh, thank goodness. Nice. Well, not oh, good not for drill. drill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. When is it ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Armos <laughs> is behind Drell and cannot fit past him uh, because this hallway is too narrow for that. We are going to start this encounter with Armos, who is behind Drell in a narrow tunnel, swimming in water with darkness ahead of him and darkness behind him with this grayish blob now advancing towards them. As I look back, is there any characteristics of this blob that I can see, like an eyes, mouth, anything since I have dark vision and can see pretty clearly in dark vision you actually cannot make out characteristics like the like uh like if you were looking at a person you could not see cheekbones or eyelids or like the chin lines or anything like that it's pretty one-dimensional especially when there is some sort of light behind you it's just so the reason why i say gray bob is because you can't make out any defining features but go ahead and give me a perception check real quick 16. So in this gray blob that is advancing towards you, you see, it looks like there are items also shifting around in this blob. Son, oh God. Son of a bitch, it's, it's fucking shell at this cube. Why do all the monsters we fight have shit in it? Just absorb everything. You can't make out what these items are. There's just like various shapes floating around. Armos, Armos, what do you see? What is it? I think it? it's another gelatinous cube. It's got things floating in it. Another? Another? Have you fought? What, what is that? <laughs> oh, that was in the tutorial. That was our, oh that was God, our that's one so shot funny. tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> Another gelatinous cube. <laughs> What's a gelatinous cube? Do we know what a gelatinous cube is? I forgot that was our, our yeah. whatever thing. What? <laughs> Real quick, um, we did, teaching these guys how to play, their, one of their first combats was with a gelatinous cube to give them something a little weird that they never seen before. But yeah, that was taking place in a pocket realm. You have no memory of that or even know what the hell that is. I don't know. It's a bunch of things floating around. I, I think they're items, some kind of weird things. I don't know. Oh, it's not a monster. It's just no, stuff in the water. Definitely eerily coming close to us. <laughs> um, I, I wind up. Blast it. Blast it. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Ghibli? Ghibli, if that's you, I swear <laughs> to goodness. All right, uh, with my hands, I uh, make the motions of Eldritch Blast to try to wound it, I guess, and knock it back so that we can proceed forward. It hits with a 19. Sick. All right, so you do five points of damage and gets knocked back. Minus, you are jumping off Drell's shoulders ahead of him 
to try to get out of the way. Is that correct? I jump. Get me out of here. <laughs> Does a backflip reverse handspring dive into the water. Okay. So you're running away. That is, is there anything else you can do on your turn? Um, if I was level seven, I had an idea, but sick. Uh, no. We are level three. <laughs> it's going to go to this random thing. Uh, this blobbish looking thing from Armos's perspective. It is going to just move forward. And that is going to be its turn. Uh, it is now Drell's turn. I've got a really easy turn. I'm just going to run 30 feet ahead and grab Menace again because he's going to be in my way. <laughs> so I'm just going to re-pick him up and just continue to move forward. <laughs> no, I got this. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you pick him up out of the water, and that's everybody's round. So now it goes up to round initiative 20 real quick. As you move that 30 feet drill, the water becomes another foot deeper, and the ceiling gets a little bit lower. Almost. Well, I'm not uh, not staying back here, so I can move forward one. But before moving, I cast my a blast to hopefully knock it back some, and I got a two. <laughs> just to just talk about mechanics for a second, swimming is like works very weird in D and D, and honestly, I think it's overcomplicated for what it is. For every movement past five feet, it wants you to make like an athletics check with a DC of ten. That's a lot of rolling and numbers for what this is. So I'm going to say that you can do your normal movement speed swimming, but anything else you would have to roll for it. Like if you wanted to attack, you would have to probably make an athletics check to do both because swimming is quite cumbersome. I know probably some people are going to be screaming at the podcast for that, but I I'm just trying to avoid big math and you no, know, cause it's just not fun. Unless you guys want to do it by the rules. You guys want to do it by the rules. I like the way people would scream at us. Yeah, me that too. <laughs> so I'm just going to say when swimming, you just move, you can just move your movement speed and you're just swimming. So I'm going to cast my blast, and as I'm doing that, I'm going to move as far as I can down towards Drell and Armas, or Drell and Menace. Uh, you go ahead and whiff in a quick panic as you try to swim away. You swim another 30 feet out. You're still a little bit of ways behind Drell and Menace, but you can, you, you can see them in front of you with your dark vision as you notice the water is rising and the walls are coming in a little bit closer. I'm going to keep riding on Drell's shoulders now that I'm there. <laughs> Might as well throw a little sling at it. <laughs> So if you try to use the sling, you don't know where it is. You just know it's in the distance. And from where it's coming from, you don't see below the water because of how green and murky it is. He's just panicking. He's like, ah, ah, take yeah, this. You can take a, <laughs> if you want to take a whiff, but you have no sight on it. So it's going to be a blind attack. Oh, oh, I'll fend him off, Drell. I'll fend him off. <laughs> Go for a disadvantage. <laughs> 16. 16. You take out the sling and you shoot one of your bolts at it, it starts ricocheting off the cave walls and you hear a bloop in the water. Uh, you're actually not, so you hear like a different type of bloop than just a standard water splash. Oh. Um, you're not quite sure if you hit it or not because you can't physically see it, but almost can confirm that it was hit. I think you got it. Oh, awesome, yeah. <laughs> you guys are starting to panic swim now. So you can't really tell if this thing is still moving after you because the, the only tell that you had was the motion of the ocean here. But now that you guys are swimming, like panicking a little bit, you don't know if it's still advancing on you or not. If almost turns around, it could still see the thing there. But like I said, because of the water, you can't really tell. Uh, so I think Drell's gonna just keep swimming. He's got menace on his back. So yeah, I think he's gonna use his sword. He's gonna just dig in the water and kind of help just move him along, kind of like a paddle. <laughs> So you cannot move that. You cannot finagle this sword with how tight it is. It's six feet wide in here. 
Oh. You're like, <laughs> well, then, uh, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> well, then I guess it's slung over my back, and I'm just, yeah. like, doing the breaststroke or something. So you go ahead and move. You swim another 30 feet or so. We're gonna start the next round. It's gonna go to armor. Uh, it's gonna go to initiative 20. The water raises another two feet. Everyone is now full swimming here. The way you're swimming is that you, if you're gonna go underwater, you come up to, you come up to get air as the ceiling is getting lower. It's gonna go down to uh, almost. This turn, I just full book as far as as far as I can to catch up to Drell and. So you can swim another thirty feet if you want to try to dash, swim faster. You have to make me a athletics check. Yeah, so I, I make an athletics check. You have to beat a ten. Easy. Easy, easy. Come on. And I got a seven. <laughs> you do not swim faster as you're now exhausting yourself a little bit. You, you feel yourself getting a bit tired. That's all I'll say on that for so now. So I get to still move my normal amount? You swim 30 feet. Yep. It's going to go to Minus's turn. Minus? Yeah, so I'm just going to try and make a uh, check to like swim fast. Reginald is sitting on top of uh, Armos's head right now, trying to stay out of the water <laughs> with his head being dragged above the ceiling, like on the ceiling. Ugh, I hate this. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. I hate being an adventurer. So you're going to swim uh, another 30 feet? Yeah, I got a three, though. Just like Armos, you're trying to panically swim. Uh, you don't quite make it as you just move another 30 feet rather than a full 60, but you feel yourself getting tired as you're stressing yourself out in the water. It's going to go to the thing's turn. You guys can't see that far back now by how far you moved. It is out of sight. So the turn is going to pass to Drell. Menace is in front of me. Can I still try to do the dash action swimming? He takes he takes Menace and just throws him under water. It's like, hold your breath. Or dunks him. <laughs> or just dunks him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. Like, in one of my, like, if I'm, like, with one of my hand strokes, I just place it on Menace's head and I just kind of, like, <laughs> tell him to hold his breath and I push him under the water past me. I think I can see the end. I think I can see the. <laughs> he hikes Menace, like, kind of a football underneath him. Yeah. If you want to do that, sure. You could just do that if you like. <laughs> I don't have to, for the dash action. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and, and swim. Go ahead and swim. Go ahead and swim. That's a uh, 19. Ooh, you dunk him under the water. Just like you just kind of like hop over him like a kid in a pool. Like, oh, see you. And you go past him. When you travel that 60 feet, that rushing water I mentioned earlier is just up ahead. You can see it. When you look forward, there's no light now. But now you can see kind of like an outline of like another cave entrance. So in the darkness, you see a little less darkness. Let's just say. <laughs> I look back. I can't see him. Correct. The whatever it was. Correct. Uh, so I'll just move my two, mm -hmm. and then I'll be caught up to Menace. It goes to Menace's turn. Menace, uh, just beyond Drell, you can kind of see the same cave opening. Uh, I may, I may, might as well just try and dive under him now. I'm mad. <laughs> He's pushed me under, so now I want to dive under him. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. If you pass the athletics check, you can dive under him. It's another fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> you go to dive under him and like, yep. you face plant his ass. Drell, <laughs> 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 don't, don't do that again, Drell. I'm going to... What are you doing back there? <laughs> move. Move. <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs> it's going to pass to Drell's turn as you don't see, the, as nobody really knows what's going on behind you. The opening that I see, is there anywhere to like get out of the water up on shore or is it just kind of like just water? So when you use your move to get closer to it, you could feel the ground starting to rise up a little bit and you could start walking again. 
from here as because with this next movement you'll be at this little cave opening here your body like half your body now sticks out of the water as you arrive at this at this hole we can go ahead we can end the initiative rounds right now for here and we can say that everybody gets to the same point i don't appreciate you pushing me down like that but i am glad we made it through so i'll forget the push for now yeah well uh you're a little bit of a slower swimmer than i am <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> so you guys reach the other end of this tunnel. You're assuming that whatever was behind you is no longer chasing you. is almost cannot, can no longer see it when he looks underwater, but it's still very dark. At this cave opening, you feel the water that you was just in is gently falling down. So you're assuming that something was filling up this tunnel, but not to the point where it was rushing water. It is not a source of water. When you poke your head outside of this tunnel, you know that it opens up to a much grander cave. You hear cave-like sounds, water dripping in the background. You hear other sources of flowing water, like waterfalls, in the room in the distance. When you look down to see where the water is landing, you see that a couple feet down, about five feet, is a cave flooring. It's completely submerged in water. But you see rocks and stalagmites uh, sticking up from the ground. You're probably going to want to light a torch here. Uh, it's still incredibly dark. Do we see any stalactites? Good question. Good question. Uh, when you look up, when you look up, you cannot see the cave ceiling. It's very dark from your position. All right. Then, yeah, then I pull out one of my um, my torches and I and I light it. And I cast the dry spell to dry all my stuff. With the torch being lit, you can see that about five feet down is a cave flooring that is submerged in water. But you see like stones of rock peeking out of the ground so if you wanted to get out of the water you could probably jump on like a boulder to kind of sit there for a second uh you see all these stalagmites coming out from the ground it's it looks very cave-like when you look to your left and right you see the cave wall from the hole you're coming out of fade into the darkness on both sides you don't see like any defining walls that would give you a sense of how big this would be how big the room would be but the torch light in complete darkness illuminates the cave so much that you can actually see all these like pillars and columns of rock that go from the water all the way up to the ceiling that fade back. When you look up at the ceiling, you can't see the cave ceiling perfectly, but there are points in the ceiling where you see stalactites break through the darkness. There are some bits that are lower than others where you get to see, um, you know, all this stone. And from your position, if you to look to your right, you actually see like a stone broken pillar that comes out of the water. Uh, ahead of you is more stalagmites. To your left, if you look, you can see a waterfall in the distance as well. You can hear it. And then you can see like another waterfall straight ahead of you. And it's all flowing into the water that's covering the floor. Can we see like the stone floor below it or does it just look like water and we don't know how deep it is? As you're looking out into the cave, you see there are spots that you can walk, and then you see spots where the water obviously goes deeper than where you can stand. When you look around, you see rocks poke out of the water that you can stand on if you want to sit on some dry terrain. But when you're in the water, it's always around your feet. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'll just jump down onto the to the rock floor that we see, like, uh, directly below us. At a, like, drop and echoes right here, Tony. Then I instantly draw my sword. <laughs> yeah, so this place would be big enough for you to use your sword if you want. I've definitely got my javelin out. We all get on the rocks. I'm like, Armos, what was that back there? I don't know. Something gooey. <laughs> gooey. That's what it seemed like. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't like the sounds of that. I, did, I couldn't make out a face or anything, but it was it was coming for us. So you have a couple directions you can go. You can just go forward, you can go left, you can go right, you can explore. If you guys want to investigate anything, let me know. In your immediate area, you see that when you walk on the stone, like to your right, there's obvious pitfalls where the water goes deeper. You can slip. Some of the rocks are slipperier than others. It's very jagged and you're not in rough terrain right now. But if you were to run in this water, like you have to be careful because of how jagged everything is. Right in front of you, you see another broken pillar made out of stone. It's like cut in the middle. When you look around, like around its base, you see some mosaic style destroyed stone that it was resting on. I'm gonna see if I can make my way over to the pillar um, and kind of just like investigate the area. When you guys walk to the pillar, it's about a good 20 feet from where you just dropped down from. You can kind of get more of a sense of direction now that you guys have your lanterns and torches lit. The cave illuminates a little bit more. It starts shining off of like certain parts of rocks and the cave walls and everything like that. So you can see that you guys can kind of head in two directions here. You can go forward, which leads into you see more rocks that you could probably jump across. When you look on the edge, the water goes deep. So you would probably need to hop across different rocks to get to where you want to go. If you look to your right, the water gets deeper where you could possibly just walk across, but half your body would be submerged, but it looks like it comes back up. What about here on the left? So when you look behind you, kind of like to the left of where you dropped in, there is a cave wall. So you can kind of start seeing the shape and that cave wall eventually leads into a waterfall, which is a bunch of water spewing out the cracks. You can't really see over the waterfall. It just kind of blends into the darkness. Okay. There's nothing over here. <laughs> Can I investigate the pillar to see if it was like part of the cave that fell or if it was like a man-made pillar or something? Go ahead and give me an investigation check. That is a 16. With a 16, you know that this was definitely placed here. However, it's been destroyed. It looks very old. The stone that was built out was looks like it was meant to be mosaic, like a temple type pillar. It wasn't a supporting pillar, perhaps, but mainly decorative. And it looks like it just fell apart, you know, by decay or it looks like it was forcefully broken corroded by decay okay do you guys want to go left or should we go right or do you guys want to split up i don't know about splitting up i mean what could go wrong you know you know what you're right i'll go left you guys go right <laughs> last time it worked great i found i made a new friend i found a snake <laughs> all right yeah that works for me armos you want to come with me we'll, we'll head to the right <laughs> is there a waterfall on this left side I know exactly. I knew Jared was going to do this. So when you look from the left side, so we'll do everything. Check the waterfall. <laughs> I want to check the waterfall. For all intents and purposes, we'll just call it north, east, south, yeah, west, right? Just mechanically. So when you came out of this hole into this giant cave room, you came from the south, let's just say. Just makes everything easier. So when you look to the west, you, there is a waterfall, but the water where the water is coming from is not a waterfall like a tr in a traditional sense. It's just a lot of water coming in from the ceiling. You can tell that there's just a cave wall behind it. A secret cave wall is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you forgot to say the secret words. <laughs> so Menace, you're gonna head north, right? And we'll go east. Yeah, that worked last time really well. So I'm gonna hop this way and I hop onto this rock. <laughs> Okay, so ahead of you, as you go north, the water gets very deep. You look down, and you're not sure how far down it goes. <laughs> I'm gonna get killed. 
you can see that there's something like another platform of rock that you could hop onto by hopping on smaller rocks that happen to be sticking out. Yeah, I want to do that to get onto the next pillar. Okay. Yeah. So you can go ahead. Just go ahead and make me dexterity save. The uh, uh, acrobatics check. That would be a 17. 17. You can make it to where you would like to go. So as you jump on to the broken pillar area, hup, hup, hup. as you're jumping on these rocks, you can see that there's another cave entrance just ahead of you. And you know also know that it opens up uh, to your right. We're going to cut over to Drell and Armos. Can I yell to Minus real quick, though? Sure. Hey, there's a cave over here. Okay, we're going to check out what's over here on the east. And uh, if, if it doesn't circle around, just stay there. We'll be there shortly. Yeah, I think it might connect. But if it doesn't, I'll just come back and we'll meet back where we were. Okay, and then um, I try to uh, go across to the uh, the standable rocks to the east. Yes, so as you travel to the east, it just dips down, but there's still flooring for you to walk across. It's not deep here. Okay. In the sense that you're going to fall in, so you can make it across to another platform that would just keep you above the water. So as it starts to open up, you see it becomes more of a pathway as it starts to narrow. This pathway is about like a good 50 feet wide. You're not squeeze it for space could i do an arcana check sure give me a arcana check uh 16. 16. go ahead and give me a religious check real quick Ooh, can i give him a help action because i'm pretty religious <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about my friend malora never mind Aura? i have a minus one religion <laughs> just six so with an arcana check you don't sense anything magical here you get a sense of not a deity presence, like there's a god walking around a monk here, but you can tell that something, I don't want to say holy or evil, but something that has to do with religion takes place here. You feel a godly sense among these caves as you realize that you're now in a temple devoted to a deity. I think we're just going to continue down this, this path, just trying to stick to the shallow parts. All right, so you guys move about another... 30, 50 feet, let's just say. Like you just you're just moving along, you're walking across. So as you're walk jumping from all these rocks, you could take a look over to your right and you see like a deep pool of water. Like a lot of this is still green, but it's a little clearer than the water you were just in because it's not so concentrated. And you can see that it goes down pretty deep as you're not seeing any rocks to stand on anything like that. When you gaze over to the north from the path you're traveling, you do see another cave entrance that you can potentially check out as as it starts to wrap around as well we'll go over to menace i'm humming to myself you know da, 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 da. come on sit and <laughs> he makes a little trumpet with his hands like he's like in front of his mouth oh, i like that you're gonna have to teach me how to do that <laughs> is it easy enough for me to jump across yeah so with an athletic 17 will say that you can move fine because the water is deeper here, but we're not going to have you re-roll for every movement you do. At least in this section, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So you can walk around. Yeah, I note the cave and mark it down in my journal that there's a cave and then continue on. So you note down that it's a cave and you continue to, your, to the right as if it was a fork and you go down, it starts to narrow up and then open up to a larger section of the cave. You notice that there's a, to your left, you could probably stay safe along the cave wall and to your right it starts to pool and get deeper as there's another noting column in front of you hello column so just like the other ones that you've seen this one is also broken down and then just ahead of you to the north there's another cave entrance oh beyond that cave entrance from where you're standing you do hear uh more rapid flowing water there 
as water starts to pour into that cave. Wow, caves on caves on caves, Sid. Well, let's see if this hooks around and we'll try and find our buddies. All right, we're going to cut back over to Armos and Drell. And as they continue to move across the eastern wall, you, you do see menace across a large body of water that does look like it goes deep. So you guys are standing about 100 feet away from each other. You see his torchlight. Uh, when you look in the water, it, for you two to meet, you would have to swim. Does he, he can see it's me, like, or he just knows it's my torch? He knows it's your torch. Um, he can kind of see, well, he has dark vision, so he can see that far ahead. Can I pretend to be a ghost? Yeah, absolutely. I encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> I see their torch light and I pretend to be a ghost. Uh, almost, give me a perception check. Is that a performance check? Yeah, give me a performance check. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I need to see what you roll. My performance is plus zero, so that's a nap pumpkin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, good, because I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> you're convinced that there's a ghost ahead of you, and you also hear wailing sounds from the cave you're standing next to on the right as wind gusts through, and you're convinced that you heard a ghostly wail coming from that direction as well. Why is that the roll I get a nat 20 on? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Drow, there's a ghost over there. I'm pretty sure. What? Where? Look at, look at, you see that torch in the distance? What is that? We gotta go find Menace. Uh, if there's a ghost over there, maybe we should head back and try to go get Menace. I start getting closer. It's coming this way. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm gonna shoot it with a, a bolt. <laughs> My bolt has a range of 300 feet. I can hit it from here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think you can hit a ghost, go for it. Do my uh, little creatures do that too? <laughs> Reginald's like, oh, oh, what is that? What is that? Oh, oh, oh. He's pulling on almost his hair, hiding behind his horns. Oh, <laughs> what is that? We're going to shoot a warning shot at the ghost. I'm going to shoot it at the stalactite that's near, like that's <laughs> above it to see what, what ends up happening. You hit yeah. the ceiling and you hear an echoing as a magic bolt wishes from your hands it hits the top of this cave ceiling and echoes throughout the entire cave. You hear, ooh, ah, ah, Armos, <laughs> no, stop, stop. <laughs> give me another perception check. You can give me a perception check as well, Menace and Drill. What? Everyone give me a perception okay. check. That's another nap pumpkin. You hear weird sounding whales, like whales, not like a whale, uh, like whales of something wailing in the distance through that cave that's in front of you, Menace, and on your right, almost. I look over at Drell and I start to motion that we need to be quiet and start pointing to the, the cave. It was just a prank. Hey, it's just a prank. Oh, no. I didn't mean anything. I'm not a ghost. Drell, tell him to shut up because he's, he's a little further up. Menace, be quiet. What? I said be quiet. Oh. Start motioning him for him to get the hell over here. Oh, <gasps> okay. All right, sounds good. You're yelling in the cave to be quiet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. It's a strategy, bro. Just got to trust. <laughs> I'm persuaded. Okay. So I guess I'm going to head back towards Armos since I'm a little bit closer and then going to see if we can get to the entrance. Yeah. Once Menace gets here, I'm going to go to the front of the cave. I'm assuming it's pitch black in there and then take a peek. 
you guys are now standing before a cave where you just heard like these moans and groans and wails coming out of right after Minus so comically pretended to be a ghost and scared the shit out of Armos and Reginald. <laughs> uh, Reginald is still chattering his teeth on Armos's on his shoulder. Reginald, <laughs> Reginald, it's me, Menace. I'm not a ghost. I know it's you're me. not a ghost. I'm worried about the other thing. What other thing? You you just shouted about me. I literally heard you say, "Oh my God, a ghost." Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> his ears are down. He's very spooked out. He's like, "Listen, man, listen. I'm not scared of stuff, but I am worried." about things I can't see. Uh, all right, yeah. Is that, is that irrational? Is that totally irrational? No, makes a lot of sense, makes a lot of sense. Wait, what do you mean, things you can't see? Reginald, are you scared of the dark? Oh, I'm not scared. Am I scared of the dark? I'm from a terrible place full of blood and demons and decay shh, and shh, mass destruction. Need to be quiet. I am a greater mighty demon with seven wings a part of hell's arm. All right, I sneak into the fucking cave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go into the cave and as you walk into this little cave entrance, it becomes narrow, similar to the one that you were in before. It closes about eight feet wide, but with all shallow water, you can see mostly the way through. You can kind of tell that it opens up on the other end. When you look at the floor, there is a lot of rubble that looks like it's rocks have fallen off the sides of the cave. There's uh looks like there's some stone that's there. Like that was um, maybe a part of a structure that's been laying across. You also see broken glass in this caveway that you're kind of stepping on. And as you're stepping on the water, you just hear sounds of splashing and crunching and some rocks moving as you're kicking stones out of the way underneath the water. It is not deep in this cave. And I keep sneaking forward. I keep following. Come on guys, let's go. Alright, you guys keep going through. You're hearing crunching of glass beneath you. You can kind of see where the caves fade into the darkness here as it opens up. To your left, there's a lot of water that goes down deep. Uh, to your right, there's a little waterfall that extends out. And you see some rocks poking out. And you can see that you could probably fall into the water from here. You see something floating in the water. Go ahead and give me a perception check. That is a 19. You notice as you're staring at these things floating in the water, one of them happens to turn over. There are dead bodies in the water. What kind of bodies? Oh, they look like they've been sitting there. Koatoas? Floating. Uh, no, these do not look like Koatoa bodies. These look like humanoid type bodies. They're completely bloated, filled with water, really like puffed up. You could kind of tell that they're a humanoid shape. They could be a human. They could be half elves. They could be anything along the lines of like a human, but you can't really tell unless you get up to them, but they're about 15 feet away floating in a pool of water. To your right, you see a flushing waterfall and ahead of you, you see the ruins of a building sitting on, a, uh, on top of a rock formation. The ruins that you see ahead of you is not a complete building, from where you're standing, you can't really tell what kind of building it was. It's so destroyed and broken down from where you're standing. You can kind of just see inside the building itself. You see all the, you see like where the entrance would be. You see a collapsed wall that's on your side towards the back. You see uh, panels where giant windows would be and it's completely filled with rubble from the collapsed ceiling, collapsed walls, floating wood inside there and the place is completely 100% collapsed. I don't mean to alarm you guys, especially you, Reginald. Scaredy pants. I'm not scared. There are bodies in the water, so just keep your head in the swivel. All right, gang? <laughs> Red. 
Oh, that's what Paul <laughs> I give him a fist bump. <laughs> uh, can I jump across? Yeah, you can. So where you're standing from now, it's not too deep. But if you go left or if you went to go left towards the bodies, that is deep water. And if you go to your right, you could be heading towards a waterfall. Yeah, I just want to jump across to go check out the building. So as you approach this ruined building, only the bare frame of the building remains with all the we with all the walls and ceiling collapsed in upon itself. You go ahead and investigate the building if you like. Just from looking from the outside in, you could walk in a little bit before you're just like climbing on top of rubble, but you do see broken benches and things like that. It's just a one room building. Got a 16. So on investigation, you walk in a little bit. You're stepping on more crushed glass. You see where the benches, there's like two rows of benches at the furthest point of the building from the entrance. Let's say the entrance is on your west and you're looking eastward to the uh, opposite end. You can kind of tell that this may have been a chapel of some kind. And when you're looking at the glass, the glass looks very mosaic and bright in all different opaque colors. Does the debris look like it's fallen in one way or another? Like to say... Did something crash down inside of this thing or did it get swiped? So with a 16, you can't really tell if this thing was destroyed or just collapsed because it wasn't taken care of inside of a wet, stinky cave. But so there's no real origin, but it definitely looks like all the damage is inside and then has drifted out because of the water. When you look at the foundation, even though you're standing on a stone flooring, it is still submerged in water. You could tell that this was built when the water wasn't here. So I'm looking around, not seeing much. I, I kind of realized that it's like a religious building. Can, is there anything behind? Like, can I go around the building and check behind it or? So you don't really find anything inside of the building because it's all just rubble, unless you want to start flipping rubble around. As you go around the sides of the building, you can see down the waterfall. The waterfall goes about 15 feet downward and you can see that it lands into a pool of water with some rocks and stalag uh, stalagmites poking out of it. You also see some more dead bodies in the water. In the distance, you also see some wood that may belong on a ship. Oh, are there like stones I can hop along to kind of get closer or? Along the sides of the waterfall, it looks like there's enough rocks for you to climb down. So you'd have to go back to the entrance and climb your way down there. All right. Well, the, it seems like there might be something down this way. So I'm going to check down the waterfall real quick. I was going to just say, do you guys want to come with me or do you want me to kind of scout it out first and shout to you if anything happens? Oh, we're going. I was going to probably stay behind and maybe hold the doorway to make sure no one comes in behind us. Sure. Yeah. Do whatever you want, Drill. Minutes in front of you as you jump down to get to the base of this waterfall. A dead body floats up to the surface. Oh. Like half of his face is like decayed out, like caved in and just kind of looks at you uh, just floating there, floating along. Oh, Melora. All right. On we go. <laughs> I keep going. So when you also reach the base, now you can see a little more with your torch. In the far corner, in the southern corner of this cave, there is a cracked, beaten up ship in the southmost part of the cave. The front ends and back ends looks like it's been collapsed in on each other as it's now stuck in between the cave walls. This is one of my favorite things in any game to search through is ships. So you hit my niche desire. <laughs> I'm just calling bullshit because how did a ship get in this little tiny ass cave? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> how did a ship get in this weird cave? I mean, well, I guess we're going to have to find out. 
Magic. No. Magic ship. I'm, al <laughs> hey, I'm also on high alert, by the way. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since I'm standing guard. I mean, yeah, we're all, like, definitely head on a swivel, of course. Well, I mean, I, but I'm, like, actively yeah, like, he's looking yep. out. Yeah. Drunk, go ahead and give me a perception check. As soon as you said it. <laughs> uh, that is a 19. Look at that. You're looking around, and you still see the dead bodies to the north floating in the water. And it looked like they just moved over, uh, like floating along, coming not towards you, but like just kind of drifting in different directions and banging off rocks and stuff. Can we keep going down? Yes. We heard something over here and we're about to... No, Armos, that was just me pretending to be a ghost. No, we heard something else. I know. I'm just being... <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can definitely find a path to this ship if you like. It's about, you know, like another 50 feet out. It's stuck between the two cave walls to the south. The front end, the back end are completely collapsed. It looked like it drifted into this spot. So as you hop along the rocks, you get closer to the ship. It's pretty massive. You guys make it across these rocks, sticking out of the water, the deep parts of the water, and make it onto a nice platform of rocks where this ship is stuck upon. You notice that it's definitely an old pirate ship. It does not look usable. It barely looks boardable. The only parts that are left from it sitting here over the years is the main deck where it looks like it's not like a huge pirate ship, but you got the main deck. And if you were to climb on top of the main deck, you may be able to find what's down below or if there's somewhere else you can explore. Menace, mm. you know, a little, little tracking. That is what I did for my tribe. Yes. You notice yes. anything that made some kind of noise around here? Oh, something making noise? Sorry, I was ooing so much. I didn't realize. Yes, we heard, <laughs> me and Drell heard something come from this cave that sounded pretty loud. I check the floor for any sort of stalactites in the sh like entrance of the ship for maybe tracks or a sign of if anything's been here recently. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. That's a 15. Because everything is submerged in water, no, you can't see any tracks. You're fairly confident that nothing has been here because you have no indication of what it would look like if somebody hasn't been here. Think you're being a little paranoid there, Armos. Come on, let's check out the ship. I'm going to start making my way towards them in the ship. Nice. So you can start making your way down the path that they followed along the cave wall. Sick. So when approaching the ship clearer, you can like find like a ladder to climb up that will put you on top of the deck. That's what I wanted. So you go on top of the deck and it is very destroyed from your perspective. If you look down, it's all a bunch of broken wood. It looks like you cannot go below deck here. It's just smashed barrels nothing really worth of value it's like overgrown with algae weird plants well, that just what was that word you just said algae 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 yeah tupperware 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 yeah <laughs> it's tupper sorry i've been watching moana and the guy says algae <laughs> and now it's just always stuck with me i love it <laughs> Ah, oh, as a diversion yeah okay so <laughs> um to your left when you go on the ship, you do see a room that looks like a captain's quarters would be. So I think Drell's kind of caught up to us by this point. So me and him enter the ship and start checking. The... So all around the room, the room is like kind of collapsed in on itself. To your right, you see a broken bed. Along the corners, you see a bunch of bones in a, under a powder keg. You see some broken couches, a tattered up bear rug, a broken desk. that looks like it's just kind of karate chopped in half. You see some tattered flags that would be the ship's sigil. Yeah, so what are you guys doing in this room? Do we recognize this sigil? Go ahead and give me an investigation check. 
Got two. That's <laughs> so a tw 22 for minutes. 22. So when you when you guys look at the tattered flags in the back, it has the name of the ship on it. The name of the ship is the SS Dark Ruby. The desk is mostly intact. It just looks like it's karate chopped in half. The bed is completely destroyed in as the wall behind it has collapsed onto it. There are bones in the pile in the corners of the room. There's also a few like half of skeletons like from the torso up just laying half against the wall. Everybody give me a perception check. Nat 20. Nat 20? Yeah, Nat 20. Dirty 20. Ha! <laughs> the sounds, the eerie sounds that you heard at the beginning of the cave tunnel wails again into the room. From outside or in the room? Okay. From outside. I hide. <laughs> Under the bed. In a wrecked ship. <laughs> They're bed sheets, right? And they, yeah, I mean, it's collapsed onto the floor, but yeah, you can hide under the bed sheets. I just stick my head outside the door and see if I see anything. The cool breeze hits your head as your beard blows into the wind. Reginald starts chattering his teeth again. Uh, I don't like what I can't see. I don't like what I can't see. I'm just peering out from underneath blankets and rubble. Yeah, as you're getting a very eerie feeling in this room. Can I go investigate the, the desk? It looks like it's been chopped. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you go around the desk, you can see that the desk has been broken in half, um, but it still has some drawers on it. Go ahead and roll me perception check. Investigation. Investigation. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Dan, I have minus one to investigation. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop speaking for me, damn it. Well, I rolled an 18, but because of Dan, I got a 17. <laughs> 17. So you're looking, um, you're looking at this desk and you jostle some of the drawers open. In one of the drawers, there is something there. It looks like a little blow horn. The horn is about six, six to eight inches long. It is white with a gold brim. It looks very dusty from sitting in here for a long time. But other than that, there's nothing else in the desk. All right. Well, I pick it up and um, I try to blow it. <laughs> you blow this horn. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say blow it? I meant just blow off the dust. No, I'm just <laughs> As you blow into the horn, you feel attuned to this item. You feel protected when you blow into this horn and you kind of have a feeling of what it does. You feel like the waves outside beyond your visual perception kind of blow back easily. You feel like if there was anything there, it would have gone away with the sound of the horn. It is the Horn of Safe Sailing. The Horn of Safe Sailing provides protection of you from water-based creatures for up to six hours. If the user is on a boat, the Horn will protect the ship from attacks from water-based creatures for the duration or until the user leaves the boat. If the user blows the horn while not on a ship, only the immediate effect will take place. Any creature with less than five intelligence will instantly flee within 300 feet. Creatures with under 10 intelligence will have to make a con saving throw of DC 12. On fail, enemies will take 2d8 worth of damage. On success, they take half. If the horn is used on any mythical beasts that you are not aware of because you haven't discovered them yet, they would have to. They would have a small chance to flee. What's the radius of that? Everything within 300 feet. Okay. Underneath the horn, when you look back at the desk, you see a piece of paper with a crude drawing on it, and it has like a face with all these uh, tentacles, it kind of looks like a picture of the Kraken with a giant X over it. Cool, then I fold that up and I put it in my pocket. Uh, everybody give me a perception check. 19. 18. The wailing begins to turn to groans as you hear some groans and moans from beyond the room. I blow the horn again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I'm going to leave. Let's go figure out what that noise is. Okay. Yeah. And then Drill leaves. When you guys walk out, the bodies of water, uh, the bodies of water, the bodies in the water are gone. <laughs> okay. Well, who wants to go first? <laughs> what was what was that horn drill? I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. How'd you feel when you blew it? It was like weird. It was just like a weird sense of calmness. All right, uh, everybody, stay near Drell as we <laughs> move across the water. And then yeah, and then I guess I'll kind of just lead the way. When you guys make it to the staircase by the waterfall, I'm gonna roll a D four here. Um, everybody, give me a number between one to three. One, two, almost would be three. Menace. I mean three. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I usually pick three. I didn't realize that's what it was. Rising from the water is an undead hand, and it goes to take a swipe at you mm. with a 16. Okay, yeah, 16 will hit. You take four points of damage as this bloated, water-filled hand and this undead face comes out. <laughs> takes a swipe at you, swipes you across the chest, and you take four points of damage. Uh, 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 now, after that attack, it's starting to climb on the steps that you guys are on. You also see another one in the water also trying to swim towards you and trying to get on those very steps. Guys, go ahead and roll me initiative. You know what? I even thought about, like, as I was walking over here, I was like, maybe Drill should just chop the heads off of these things real quick. But <laughs> what would make you chop the heads off? That's weird. That sounds a lot like player knowledge. He was bored while we were oh, searching. Oh, yeah, bored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your guys' initiative? Nine. Twelve. Two. Two of these bodies start climbing out of the water. Drell, you notice from on top of the staircase climbing up the waterfall, there is another two zombies there. That's right. So it is now the undead bloated body's turn. So one already went to attack Minus. The other one's going to go ahead and attack uh, Armos right there. Four points of damage as it takes a swipe across your chest. Reginald's like, oh, come on, buddy. Come on, you got to get him. You got to get him. These things look stupid wet. <laughs> nice. I don't know. <laughs> I can do it right out. Stupid wet. Stupid wet. <laughs> so funny. So wait, as a reaction, I can do Hell's Rebuke, right? Absolutely. Um, I do that. So. All right. Uh, what's your DC? It's 13. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It rolled a 12, which is a fail. Go ahead and roll for damage. Six. You use Hell's Rebuke. Reggie goes, yeah, let's go. Burst into flames as a reaction, <laughs> uh, burning the zombie that just took a swipe at you for six points of damage. This thing is looking pretty messed up. The two above the steps are now going to make its way towards Drell. They're going to move. One of them gets into range, so the other one's kind of behind trying to get over him, but doesn't quite make it. Goes to attack Drell. It swipes at your chest and snarls and misses with a moan and a stare into your soul with a... The other one goes in for an attack. 17. That's on the money. Five points of damage. He just takes a swipe. Gives you a little wet slap. Mm. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is now Drell's turn. Cool. So then I'll just look at the one that looked... <laughs> I'll look at the one that hit me and then... Um... I'll just pull out the uh, giant slayer and I'll try to um, take out his legs with it. Now 20, watch this. Damn it. Nope. <laughs> That's going to be an 11. Hits. That's going to be 11 points of damage. Ooh, you do. This thing is looking really messed up as you just take a swipe towards its legs, kind of chop them off. And now it's just like a torso kind of still coming at you. <laughs> 
I'm gonna stab at this thing with my javelin that I have out. So yeah, poke him. Yeah, I'm like, ah, hey, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> and that is 17. So 16, and then my swarm's gonna attack with me, of course. And oh, great, and <laughs> one extra one. So that's 13 uh, from me, and then one from my swarm. So you go to stab this thing, you get it right in the head, and it just falls down as you destroy this undead creature of hell. One of my little guys tries to jump after it, as it already it's already <laughs> did. It falls into the water, and one of the Sid clones goes out. Get, get back here. Get, Sid Jr., get back here. Get back here. It starts to fall into the water and drown. <laughs> I pick it up with my javelin. <laughs> We're going to talk about this later. Not, not cool. It runs across your javelin and runs back into your swarm. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I have this image that whenever uh, Minus gets excited, all these little rocks just like come out of nowhere and just like kind of like swarm you and crawling all over you. Stuff, like a, <laughs> like a little defense mechanism. It is now Armos's turn. Armos, go ahead. Uh, why don't you go ahead All and take right. a turn there, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna take a look at this guy. Just try to hit me. I'm gonna hit him with that Eldritch Blast, of course. Get this dude away from me. Yo, Blaze. Plus a twelve. That hits. Hey. These things do not have high AC, but <laughs> eleven. Eleven points of damage. Okay. Just to roll some real quick. Don't roll. Don't do that. It is dead. You hit it with the Elgin Blast, it goes, psh, hits a rock, falls into the water. It just kind of sinks back down as it uh, accepts its fate of finally being dead. dead. I give our most finger guns. <laughs> nice. I uh, take a step forward to try to help Drell on my next turn. So this staircase is not wide enough for multiple people to stand side by side. So you're kind of just behind him, give him, you, you can take cover here. Reginald has the red bandana on, kind of rubbing uh, Drell's shoulders. Like, you got this, bud, come on. Come on, she's you one verse two, one verse two. Yo, these things are annoying. Can you kill him, please? Yeah, what do you think I'm trying to do? Uh, cool. Yeah, you're doing great. You guys only had one each. I, I got two, all right? Just give me a sec. But ours are dead. <laughs> Hurry up. Uh, going out from 20, you hear another moan in the distance. It sounds much deeper and bigger than the ones that you just faced. Uh. Out from behind one of the rubble to your right from the ruins. Stop that. This a another zombie, but this one is more crouched. It looks a little bit more agile than the other two. It also looks a little bit more, I don't want to say healthier, but more intact in its body. When you look at his clothes, it looks like he has fancier pirate garb on and what remains of it. I hide the trumpet in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the two zombies in front of Jarrell. So uh, this guy back here reveals himself. That's his turn. The two zombies in front of Drell on a staircase are going to both swing. First one misses with a two. The second one misses with a 14, but proceed to try to like, just kind of get on top of you. Uh, they're like really up in your face. So now it's going to go to Drell. It's your turn. Since the sword is so, so big, I'm going to try to cut through the first one and then see if I can maybe like hit the second one. So we're going to go for the cleave rule here, and I'll totally allow you to do that. I mean, he's got a giant slayer after all. Yeah. So the one you would uh, hit, it already took 11 points of damage from you. <laughs> this one's looking very messed up. So if you attack this one, whatever extra damage you do, will go on to the next one. Okay, cool. I'm bad at 15. Sorry. 15. <laughs> like, that hits. We play games. We don't do math. Yeah. Not a mathematician, right? Uh, that's going to be six damage. 
six damage. The first one dies, and five points of damage go on to the next one. And then I look back at Menace and say, see, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'll give him a thumbs up. <laughs> so you got this thing in front of you. It's going to go to uh, Menace's turn. Menace, what are you doing? I got a, I got a sling. I could put my... Would I be able to somehow dash action the other way up? Because it also take an action for me to change out my sling. No, your sling is always on your wrist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll just throw a sling at it. Fuck. I'm just dumb. Yeah. All right. I throw a sling at it. <laughs> Don't forget. Monster Hunter sling. Come on. Yeah. Monster Hunter sling. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Hunter sword. Monster Hunter sling. <laughs> Damn. That is a 22 to hit. Oh, that hits. And that is nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Max damage. Dead. Duck! Bang! This thing <laughs> takes a, a marble to the dome, falls back into the water, creating a splash, and you hear a mold final going, I wanted to be a painter. <laughs> and dies. Minus feels so bad now. Bill uh, <laughs> says, well, too fucking bad. Armos is now Armos's turn. Go ahead and make your move, bud. I'm just going to ready an action. I'm going to do true strike. So you have to be able to see the target. So... You can definitely see this more mm, sinister looking zombie up on the ledge over there. So you can definitely see it and you're focusing on him. So that's the end of this round and now goes back up to 14, which is this guy. This thing is a little more lively than the other ones. And this one makes it leap towards the rock right here, comes down right here and goes to pounce on Jarrell. Eh? Makes an attack, goes to pounce. This guy's crazy. Makes a... <laughs> Wow, he has that much of a bonus, huh? Wow, that's cool. Uh, does a 22 hit? It does not, no. Damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck this. I stepped on a paper towel roll to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Uh, hits you. What <laughs> the fuck? Goes, goes ahead and makes an empowered slam against you, which is three points of damage. He then makes another attack on you with a 16. Now that barely, that just misses. And then I'm going to burn a superiority die to repost that and hit him 12 no 13 sorry to what to hit or 13 uh, damage yeah thir 13 to hit yeah you go ahead and you try to swing against them but this thing kind of moves out of the way at the last second as it just barely scrapes across them unaffected nothing makes me more mad when i waste a superiority <laughs> <laughs> so this thing leaps from rock to rock up into the staircase and makes two attacks on you hits you with one misses with the just barely misses with the other this thing is moving a lot quicker than uh the last two that you just fought and you go to hit him with the repose and this thing just backs up just a hair's length away you almost hit him with 13. it's gonna go to your turn drill well then i'm gonna just take another crack at him try to hit him again like a, yeah oh yeah big boy guy who blew horn. that is a, it's a 22 to hit does that hit Ooh, let me just check my resources here yeah that hits looks like it hits wow <laughs> I love that it was the same number back. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta re-roll this. I accidentally bounced him out of my die pit. I fucking rolled him so hard. Uh, six plus one, so that's seven. You added your strength? Oh, dude. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's uh, 11 damage. Oh, dude. 11 damage? Oh, my God. Look at this guy. He's in it with big numbers now. You smack it with 11 points of damage as you drag that giant-ass sword over his body. He doesn't look that hurt by it, although he did take full damage. As you swipe across his chest, go Okay. And then I'm going to uh, 
action surge and hit him yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. That's a 15 to hit. Hits. Eight damage. Nice. As you take another slash across his chest, you go, and he looks at, after that attack, you see him crack his neck so hard that one of the bones pop out of it, and he looks back at you. Uh, oh, that's fucking wicked. I turned to Menace, I said, do you guys see that? <laughs> That, yeah, that's that's super super cool. I give him like a really awkward thumbs up. <laughs> Reginald on your shoulder, like, bro. That's fucking metal. That's fucking. <laughs> it's pretty rad, right? It's pretty rad. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna hit him. <laughs> man, this is your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna throw my javelin at him. Sure. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, yeah, that's a good old 22 to hit. Does that hit? <laughs> Ooh, that hits. Why are you guys hitting all these 22s? Jesus. Well, you started it, uh, bro. Yeah, you that started it. Did you 22 me? Uh, yeah, it hits. <laughs> Amazing. 11 points of damage. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. The javelin goes past him, slides across his face. Give him a nasty gash and landing behind him on some rocks. Uh, you can hear of course, it lands ding. behind him. You hear <laughs> some dings. Yeah, well, you rolled a 22, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what? You throw this javelin on him and it lands right in his knee as he takes 11 <laughs> points of damage. It's now sticking out of his leg and he looks down. And he looks back at uh, you. So he's looking at Jarrell. He kind of leans over the side of the staircase and sees <laughs> you at the bottom that in your throwing stance. It kind of gives you the finger, finger to the eyes pointing at you. I just wink. Oh, oh roll, me, roll me a charisma check. No. <laughs> roll me a charisma check. Um, oh, yeah. oh. So now it goes to Almost's turn. If you wanted to know, it was a 12. <laughs> <laughs> He's blushing. Oh. <laughs> Life returns to his cold, dead cheeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been charging up my laser this entire time. I'm hitting him with my blast. Yeah. That was 16 and 12. Oh, 16? Yeah, that hits. I hit him for 12 points of damage and knocked him back 10 feet. 12 points of damage? You hit this thing with this giant, nice purple blast. He gets knocked back 10 feet into the water. Hits the rock, goes boom. Psh, a loud splash comes up as he goes into under the water surface. It's now going to go up to the undead's turn, and he stays underwater. Did I knock him into the rock? You knocked him into the rock and he fell that into that the water. Additional damage. So 10 feet. One, two. Got knocked into it. <laughs> Negative. D4 bludgeoning. <laughs> Give me a perception check, everybody. Seven. Seven. That would be a six. Fuck. <laughs> We're all just like, huh? Where'd he go? You, he does not resubmerge and you guys do not see him almost you killed him nice Woo! yeah that's pretty it's pretty metal <laughs> Wait, where's my javelin <laughs> it was in the knee the last time you saw <laughs> it's gonna go to almost uh drell's turn get so we're still in combat right these stairs get up these stairs yeah i'll uh i'll just make my way up the up the stairs try to get back to the entrance of the cave that we came in he jumps out of the water and makes a reaction <laughs> attack <towards Wow>. <laughs> oh he miss he misses with his first one with an eight wow he rolled two eights wow all right cool yeah he go i'm gonna burn my superiority die to hit him that's 14 just barely misses 
my god, dude, this is sick. All right, well then I'm gonna ha like I'm gonna hit him with my action that uh, I was holding while I was moving. You turn around, you give him one of those big, <laughs> like who's behind me? And you that's a fucking two, dude. Oh my god. What'd you roll? A two. <laughs> you hit him with the biggest whiff as you go to do like an overhead slash, and the sword hits the uh, ceiling of the cave. You just try to enter as it is too big, and you just dink off the ceiling of the cave. I do an acrobatics check to like do a flip over Armos. Absolutely, you can, and it's encouraged. <laughs> okay, so I got a six. <laughs> uh, you fail. <laughs> You go to do like a little flip around them and you fall and you land on the rock right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. And as he did this, he could have just walked in between my legs and I just give him this look like, what the hell? I'm trying to be cool in front of Joe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shoot my sling at him. <laughs> All right. Uh, you try to do this cool flip and you fuck up and you kind of slip off the stairs and land onto the rock below it. You would have to make a disadvantage as you're trying to arc this shot. I already missed. I already missed. I did it. I did a flip and like try to shoot it as I flipped and that's why I just fell over. <laughs> I was trying to be cool, like shoot it and I just completely like slip fall. The thing like flies up, comes back down, hits my face. Up, up. <laughs> uh, All my little almost. creatures are laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> they fall with you. Uh, almost. It is your turn. All right. If I move uh, up and then over towards the shore, just kind of getting some distance from him over on the uh, what's that, the east side. And then I'm going to, while moving there, I'm going to start casting and uh, do a little jump and kind of throw it back behind me towards uh, whatever kind of abomination this thing is. Roll to 12 plus... My five is 17. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. You're pushing him like into drill. <laughs> yep. Eight is what the damage I did. And you knock him back 10 feet into drill. Drill, go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw to see if this thing falls on top of you. <laughs> oh, wow. Armos screwing me with Eldrick. That's a two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is a running gag at this point. <laughs> You just like have a spell that you like don't knock anything back. Like, just... I could have shocked him, but he's in the same water as you, so yeah. just to be careful, yeah. And I could set him on fire, but then I'd have to get close. No one wants that. Don't you have like a crossbow? Oh yeah, I got one of those, but I'm not gonna use that. This is not as cool. Alright, well I failed that with A3. You get knocked down as this bulky, chunky zombie is now on top of you. And is now going trying to bite at you. He's gonna go up to the bulky zombie's turn, and he's gonna go ahead and make two bites at you. As this happens, Drell looks locks eyes with Armos. What <laughs> <laughs> do you hate that guy or something, Armos? Like you owe you money or something? What's, what's going on? What's happening up there? What just happened? He tried to steal a health potion from me. <laughs> oh, hey, Drell, that's not cool. So he rolled a 7 and 13 as you're bobbing and weaving your head as you're going, hang, and like <laughs> missing as you're moving your head out of the way. Drell, it is your turn. All right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and give me a rush. You're gonna, yeah, I was gonna try to get up. Yeah, so yeah. you have to make a uh, competing strength check against him to launch him off you. And then you can use your movement to get up. <sighs> oh my god. Ooh. This guy eight. loves the two, man. Oh, wow. This thing rolled. 23. Oh, well, I definitely lost. So, what'd you roll? An eight. 
you go to get up as you try to lift him off you and he slams you back down into the ground as he's trying to pin you down to take more bites at you he won the strength check this thing when you feel him push you back down this thing has inhuman strength as a large force is keeping you down like this thing is very strong you get the sense that he's probably just as strong as you are i mean no one's as strong as me but <laughs> of course of course of course you're still on the ground so you cannot get up but if you like i'll let you make a like an action to try to punch this thing in the head headbutt <laughs> uh yeah i'll fucking headbutt him sure go ahead and uh roll a hit okay uh okay Ooh. that is a 24. <laughs> nice <laughs> what are you gonna say to him as you go to headbutt him i'm just gonna say what's up bitch <laughs> just <laughs> fucking headbutt him <laughs> All right, roll it was for damage. That, it's it was either a headbutt or I was going to try to gouge his eyes out. D6 plus your strength modifier. Okay. That's a six. Nice. You do six. Yeah. Just headbutt him. This thing pains you down. You go, sup, bitch. Boom. And you give him the dome. Like, you want this so bad? Boom. Yeah. With that headbutt, you see that it's not dazed or anything, but you leave a dent on his head as oh. it kind of concaves in a little bit against this soft, fleshy, flesh dome. Um, as the skull behind the flesh is like kind of deteriorated there mm -hmm. you leave a dent with your own head and this thing is like looking i don't want to say fucked up because he's already fucked up as a zombie but this thing is like looking looking a little worn i climb up here and i get up and I, I look right and look left i see what's going on i go huh wait how did he how did he try and steal your health potion if he's all the way over there that all happened while i was down there on the rock Anyways, I'm gonna hit this guy and pull out my hand axe. <laughs> Yo, your boy totally pushed him. Am I able to pull out two hand axes or do I need to keep my torch out? You definitely need to keep your torch out. Yeah, so I pull out one hand axe and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark, I guess. Okay. I'll cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action and then I'm gonna roll to hit. All right, 17. Roll for damage. Hunter's Mark gives me an extra D6. What could that did? <laughs> 12 damage. Wow. The back of a skull. And I'm going to hit a... Oh, I can't hit him because I already used my bonus action with my swarm. Correct. So you go ahead, you run up, and you hit him in the back with the axe. Still, his attention's focused on Drell. Oh, actually, it's not It's not a bonus action. It's just part of my attack. So what, I can't do the hunter's mark? No, my swarm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just immediately after I attack. Oh, awesome. Go for it. So it'll be six. And that's six points of damage. Nice. Wow. Broken. All right, do another six points of damage. <laughs> Broken. <laughs> After you attack with the axe, the swarm runs and jumps off your shoulder with the arm that's extended with the axe. It starts jumping on this uh, chunky zombie. It's like, and like slapping their small little arms again, dealing extra damage. Some of them are like inadvertently hitting Drell. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing, dude? I'm on your team. <laughs> A couple of these rock things fall on Drell's face. <laughs> it is almost his turn. Almost. Oh, God. Here comes our. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just have to say, I try to give so many opportunities for like Jarrell to really shine, and then you just guys fucking steamroll. He's always getting a fucking hard end of this shit. What do you mean? He destroyed that huge ass, like, monster he back did, there. But on not his before own. he got his ass kicked by armor. <laughs> 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 uh, and then I fell asleep. And now he has your minions falling on top of oh, him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's only right that I Eldrick blast him off him. So here we yeah. go. Uh, 17. 
So charge it up. Say, I got you, buddy. Don't worry. As uh, Armo says that, Drill like closes his eyes and like braces himself, like he's gonna <laughs> like get fucking hit again. The chunky zombie goes, whoops, hits a rock, and uh, <laughs> gets dragged onto the floor. Since he's already prone, now he's not prone again. Uh, he's still on the floor. Back is showing to you guys. It's gonna go up to the beefy boy zombie's turn. He's gonna use his movement to get up. He then cracks his back. And some of the shoulder blades pop out a little bit from the damage that Minus has done to it. And he's just looking at Drell. It's the only thing in his eyesight right now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Just just jump at me. That's all you fucking do. Come on. <laughs> Drell, it is your turn. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Then I'm going to just run up and fucking hit him. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to just... Drell's pissed at this point. He's going to just try to take this dude's head off. <laughs> and he's not going to because... Nope, I'm going to burn a superiority die. Hold on. What'd you get? Oh, I don't even think that's going to help. Uh, do it. No, don't it do does. It. It's a 15. Oh, I'm a fucking pussy. <laughs> yep. Well, how's this fucking 16 points of damage feel, bud? Jesus fucking Christ. Nice. 16? Yeah. Ooh, you hate him really hard as you slash across his body as one of his arms fall off onto the floor and he is still looking at you. I got one superiority die left. <laughs> this guy's probably going <laughs> to use it. Uh, Menace, it is your turn. Move over, Drell. I'll finish this and I got to hit him with my axe. <laughs> uh, what? I got an 18. I can't wait to roleplay this out. Go ahead. Oh my god. So that is eight, 10 damage, 10 points of damage. 10 points total. Yeah. Okay, on your turn, so Jarrell goes ahead and he slashes across his body so hard that one of his arms fall off. Being a chunky zombie, he's unfazed by it, looking at Jarrell and standing up with his greatsword. Menace, on your initiative, you run under Jarrell's legs with your axe out, screaming, ah, as you go ahead and you slam his axe. No, I say, I'll finish. Move over, Jarrell. I'll finish this. <laughs> you run through with your axe and you just fucking slash at him in the chest and drag it down and he is now dead <laughs> as the zombie just falls and collapses to the floor. I pull my javelin out, I pull my axe out and I go, that's three for me. Try and keep up, boys. And I start walking out to the exit. Joel like just is like so shocked. He like turns and looks at Armos like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> In my mind, I just had this like image of like a mini cow go, ah! <laughs> just drops. I imagine like um like Lord of the Rings, how like Pippin and Mary like run down like to like help fight like past yes. all the humans. Oh, nice. All right, we're done with that section. All right, <laughs> you guys have killed this greater zombie, dealing a total of. 103 points of damage to it. <laughs> oh, that thing was beefy. Just that one? That one, yeah. Oh, okay. That thing was a beefy beef stick. That's like the captain, I assume. Oh, <laughs> almost on your way out. Almost on your way out. Maybe investigate <laughs> that thing. See if it has anything on it. <laughs> I just keep walking. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna run its pockets since you said it was wearing the pirate thing. When you go when you go, you don't even have to roll for it. When you go to check out his pockets, just filled with water. Oh, of course. Oh, be valuable water. I write down in my journal, underground <laughs> cave, minus three, Armos one, Drell one. 
you guys walk out of the cave from the cave room filled with ruins killing five zombies total that look like they belong to the ss dark ruby a ship that you found crashed up into the cavern walls you guys walk back out into the room that you were before and you still have two discoverable ways that you could potentially go to i think we should i mean it's up to the party but i definitely think we should go the way to the north where Minus came from um when he was like acting like a ghost i think we should maybe check out that one yeah all right we're in agreement we're gonna head uh north oh i am a uh menace yeah what's up what's up you know that you know that thing ghibli gave you the, the little bottle of water thing or whatever it was the pouch yeah yeah do you want to sip no i'm just gonna can i hold on to it i might just you know get thirsty a little bit later i'm just gonna do i i have some like cups can i like pour a little in a cup for him oh to save? yeah well can i put it some in the alchemy jug instead yeah. of um you know the alchemy you can't add anything to the alchemy jug so it can't yeah. it can't just be empty no it always okay holds one well, I'm, I'm pretty sure i have um I have little containers though. Can I give them like a little container? Yeah, I was gonna say I think I have like a container as well. I have like other jugs. When you go to try to pour this into anything, the liquid actually does not move. Huh. It stays within the jar that was given to you. That's weird. Uh well yeah, you hold on to it. You seem like you're uh hurting a little draw, so Okay, cool. And then I'm just going to uh just put it on my waist. My waistband. Nice. Yeah. Uh Armos, where are you going? <laughs> Oh, where's Armos? <laughs> <laughs> he went to the other door. That's why I was like, where's he going? <laughs> the other cave is about 50 feet to your right. When you stand before this cave, you see the water that you're standing in flowing into the cave as this cave is descending downwards. And you hear rapid water beyond the dark cave. So what are you guys thinking? You guys want to go in this one? Thinking it might be the exit. So we got to try something. Yeah. Are we able, if we walk to the edge, are we able to see how far it drops? Yeah. So when you go through the little cave, you see that the water that you're standing on starts to flow faster and faster as about 20, 30 feet ahead of you. It's starting to pick up and it is falling. You don't see how far down the waterfall goes from your direction. Uh, hey, Minus, are you a good swimmer? Not particularly. Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No reason. No reason. I was going to push him. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna push him to see how deep it went. Uh, all right, let's go no, ahead why? and uh, <laughs> yeah. And I just like, yeah, a great swimmer, and then just fucking okay, boom. No, but um, <laughs> we'll try to like I guess uh, maybe work our way down on the right hand side. Do we notice any kind of stairs like we did with the other caves? When you take a look, you don't see anything noticeable on the right hand side, but you do see some rubble on the left that you could possibly walk down. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. And I guess we will head towards the rubble. When you rubble. go towards the edge, towards the rubble that leads downwards, this goes down about good 40 to 50 feet. From this position, you also see the water continue to flow, and there is another waterfall in the distance. Like, is it like a far drop, or is it just like a the kind of like the one we just God, if like, you descended. pushed me and I went down all those waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're not a good swimmer? From your position, you can't mm -hmm. really gauge how far deep, but you do not see where it goes. You just see the cave walls going downwards. It feels vast. The When you speak, it echoes longer and your voices travel further. This is where everything's getting directed to. The, the little scavenger pointed at me is just kind of 
itching. I mean, that's so that's what I was saying. I was like, I think this is the exit. So, I mean, if you guys want to go back and look to see what's in that other cave, we can definitely do that and then come do this. Yeah, let's do that first. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, Jared, Jared, I'm on the same page. We double back. We go to the other cave. <laughs> okay, so you guys leave. Oh, my God. You guys are getting so video gamey on me now. <laughs> We've never played before. This is how we think. Don't give us multiple choices because we will choose all of them. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this man, is what I mean, you get for having three new people to D&D, bro. Hey, man. Hey, that's fine. So when you look, just from a, a listener standpoint, there were three caves in the initial cave that all the players came into. Uh, for all intents and purposes, there was the right cave that had all the ruins in it. There was a north cave that had all these waterfalls in it that the guys just double backed from. And then there's the eastern, uh, the western cave that they haven't gone through yet, which is the one of the caves that Minus found. So as you guys stand before this new cave, there's no flowing water and it goes through. But you, as you gaze into the new tunnel it looks like it does fork yeah so as i said armos there was another cave ah here's the cave this is the one i found before hey all right there's two ways to go i'm gonna go the left side i'll probably go is one side wider than the other the right side is wider than the left side uh then drill will probably definitely stick to the to the right oh, this one's minus sized okay i'm gonna follow drill you guys walk across a little more minus on your side you notice that the water gets a tad bit deeper but right. you're still able to keep like just like your chest up above water. You kind of okay. so you have your javelin out, right? Yeah, I'm a javelin so out. Now. You have your javelin like hiked up above the water. Does it fork to the ceiling, or does it just look like there's a divider yes, in the water? Yes, it forks to the ceiling. Okay, so we can't like yell over to each other. So as you guys walk down, oh, it then opens back up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we really planned that out, but oh, hey, oh, I didn't see you there. Okay. You now see that it forks off to three different directions from here. Three people, three directions. I like where this is going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's Scooby Doo this shit. Yep. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm down. I got the the water. Uh, I'm rolling D4. We're gonna yeah. Everyone roll D4. I rolled a three. Okay. Three? Okay. I rolled the four. I rolled a four. Reroll. Uh, so here's how we do. I rolled a two. When I rerolled. I rolled the two when I rerolled. Here's how we do it. Here's how we do it. Whenever we have this three split up, we're just gonna go drill. Uh, we're gonna go drill Armos Minus in that order. Sounds good. All right. Okay. So drill where? So you see three pathways before you. Which way are you gonna go? Um, I think Drell's gonna walk down the the middle. He's gonna go this way. He's gonna go just dead ahead from where we came from into the first opening. Okay. So you walk a couple couple feet and you notice that the water's starting to rush a little bit more. Uh, okay. As you go, and you notice that there's a little waterfall. Oh wait, it's hold about... on. Before we leave, can I can I just tell the group that like, um, hey, if you have to go down something or a waterfall, don't go down it. Just turn around and we'll we'll try to meet back up because yeah, that's a good idea. If you, if you can't if you can't get down, then we're kind of screwed. If you get down and then can't get back up, we're kind of screwed. So I can't stress enough. I'm not a good swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. And then, um, and then, yeah, I proceed to go forward. After you say that, you walk across about 10 feet and you notice a little waterfall that goes down about maybe five, eight feet. It's a little, it's a little waterfall hill. You can see into down the tunnel a little bit more with your torch. And you see that it kind of opens up a little bit, but the tunnel continues on. Okay. Well, since it's only five feet, I don't even really consider that a waterfall. So I jumped down. And okay. just continue my way down on the right side. You hear something in the cave go, hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. <laughs> uh, a bit of it's a splash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you see a splash and it comes out and you look and you see another fork one that goes left and one that goes right in opposite directions with that we're gonna go over to armos i bet you there are so many people listening right now just cringing that we separated <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's fun you know <laughs> yeah I like, it. I like it i like it armos as you <laughs> go by ourselves. <laughs> this is such a bad idea <laughs> exactly it's Ar so funny though armos as you venture into the left forked tunnel you uh -huh. notice that it starts to uh cove out in certain areas but it still ultimately leads one way well let's keep going as you travel you look down there's another fork but you have dark vision right i do so now do you have a torch out i would assume not right no no torch so over here it digs back downward a little bit to your right it looks like the water goes deeper to your right and to your left it looks like there's a curved tunnel let's go down that tunnel go down the curved tunnel it opens up to a tiny room with a large pillar similar to the ones you saw when you first entered the cave that goes and connects through the ceiling lame this one is perfectly intact what'd you say lame yeah <laughs> <laughs> can i go up right. and touch it nothing of importance it seems like go ahead and give me an investigation check all right uh that looks good 13. i see two numbers 13. so the crude paintings that you see on there are a little bit different than the ones you've seen on the other where they're all kind of worshiping this uh fish deity one of them looks like you see a, it looks like a three picture comic where you see a stick figure standing then you see a stick figure jumping and then the third uh, the third part of this three strip comic would be a stick figure diving motion and with a line above it that would uh that you would assume is water well menace is gonna keep on walking as well Menace, you're gonna go, and this looks like it snakes off and trails over to the right, revealing another fork. Mm. One to the north and one to the east. I'll go north. You go into the north, and you notice that it opens up a little bit wider <laughs> and reveals to the to, the, to your left. You see drill. bump into drill. <laughs> you bump into drill. Oh, hey, miss. <laughs> you didn't jump down any waterfalls, right? No, not a single one. Mm -mm. Oh, good, good. Just like we promised. All right. <laughs> To your right, you see another tunnel that goes to the north and another one that goes to the south. Trill had his fingers crossed, by the way, when he, uh, <laughs> when he told Menace no. Wait, can I do a perception check, an insight check to see if I notice that? Absolutely. Go ahead, uh, Drill. Give me a deception check. I didn't roll great. What'd you roll? Insight. So that's 16. <laughs> I rolled a... Wait, what's my... Oh, you beat me. Uh, yeah, so I got a 17. Yep. Damn it. He did not go down any waterfalls. Nope. There's something one. weird about the way he said that, but he's my friend. He, he wouldn't lie to me. All right, moving on. Darrell, which way do you want to go? You want to go left or right? I think we should go towards the one that um my fork was left and right, so I think we should go to mine. In northwest? We'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll head northwest. All right, I'll meet you, I'll meet you soon, and I, I decide to start going northeast, but uh, obviously Darrell should go next. Drell, we're going to go back up to you. And as you take the left fork, it, the room opens up a little bit wider into a much grander room. You also hear a waterfall in the distance to the north. Can I see the entirety of the the, the entirety of the, the room I'm in? Most of the room from your position. I want to try to see if I can just work my way right a little bit and then see if I can see 
when no, the you entirety of jump to that stone, you notice a opening behind the waterfall. Oh, Armos is gonna love this. I knew it. <laughs> Armos is gonna love this. Uh, we are gonna pass it to Armos. Armos, you're still in that little cave system down there. What are you doing? I'm getting some serious waterfall tingles right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> sensing something's going on. My waterfall senses are tingling. Okay. Yeah. So you walk past up through the tunnels. Um, the one, the tunnel ahead of you goes down a little bit onto the water and the one, and then you can go back right. I go forward and then I see that there's a waterfall that I could step down, but knowing that we're not supposed to do that, I go back <laughs> to the, uh, the other tunnel what a homie. and find Menace sitting there hanging out. Oh, Hey man. Hey, uh, you didn't go down any waterfalls, right? I didn't. Uh, I nice, went down the one nice. Drell did, but I didn't see him. There was a waterfall there. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but where did you see him? But he said he came down from that one. <gasps> this dude. Are you kidding me? All right, we gotta have. He told me he. I'm like starting to cry, but I like suck it in. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. No, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's probably nothing. Uh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was going to go up this way, but maybe we should uh, go find Drell now. <laughs> you know, I can let uh, you know what? Maybe I should pull up my memory. Uh, hang on. So I use encode thought just to make sure that we're both saying that he said don't. Those those are the specific <laughs> words. And I replay it as a projection in front of both of us of him saying don't go down any waterfalls. And yep, yep. You see this? That is what he said. Hmm. And do oh, do you see that? Does he have his fingers crossed? Do you see that? Oh, we didn't see that. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, what are you doing? Because <laughs> we can actually Drill! see it. <laughs> we can. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Armos went down the, 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 the way that you went and said there was a waterfall uh -huh. and didn't go down it. And uh, did you lie to me? There wasn't a waterfall. Oh, you mean that little step? Oh, it was like, it was only a few feet. Yeah, I went down it. That wasn't a waterfall, technically. I mean, sure, water, water, water was falling down it, but you know, it was only like a few feet. Come on, I'm eight feet tall, you know? Oh, you know, that actually checks out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so it wasn't a huge waterfall. Okay. I mean, worried, Armos. It, it look over there beyond that waterfall. There's a, there's like some sort of opening. Speaking of huge waterfalls, <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> I, I quickly run up to it. Yeah, there's uh, some sort of uh, opening behind it. I'm not sure. Armos, did you find anything on uh, your adventures? Nope, nothing. Nothing's good. Some drawings. Nothing cool. Oh, what well, were on the drawings? Uh, person jumping in the water. I don't know. So if we start walking towards the waterfall um, with my... Because I still have my torch um, yeah. and Mindus has his. Does the rest of the room light up or around your area yeah so you can this area starts to extend out you could assume that it probably wraps around to the other way you know what they say when you assume so i go i want to investigate uh the waterfall <clears throat> are you rolling dice is that excuse what i just me. heard excuse me one second mm. be a dragon be a dragon be a dragon oh please don't be a dragon don't be a dragon. Don't Gold be would a dragon. be cool. <laughs> What's your AC, uh, Armos? Ah, uh, 11. <laughs> that's always such a great question. 11. Ooh. Nice. Okay. 
Bursting out from beyond the waterfall is a <laughs> huge, giant, translucent, six-legged, subterranean lizard. The back of its body is full, is dark gray and smoky black, as its belly of the beast is a bright blue, I'm, uh, I'm bright translucent blue. <laughs> it jumps on Armos and begins to pounce on him, making two attacks. The first one misses as it slams one of its gargantuan hands down onto him and then hits him with another one doing... Oh, I'm so happy this happened. Oh, I'm so happy. Why? Oh, it's just fun. Mm -hmm. Dealing nine points of damage as this giant hand crushes into your chest, pinning you down. Ugh. Hormos, his favorite thing betrayed him. <laughs> no. <laughs> This beast <laughs> is 30 feet long, standing at an astounding, uh, if it were to stand on its hind legs, 35 feet tall. It is a huge lizard that has almost pinned into the ground in the water. If the water was a little deeper, he would be drowning. And on that note, that is where we will end this week's session. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> uh, what is this thing? <laughs> I didn't think you guys would make it over here. <laughs> I got waterfalls. I'm happy. <laughs> As you're being Everybody, thank you so much for listening to episode 18. It's me and the boys coming at you, telling you that you should check out the socials. And if you like the episode, yeah, yeah, let yeah. us know. You can holler at us on Twitter, the Discord, the uh, Instagram, the TikToks, whatever fancies, whatever fancies you, whatever floats your goat. We're available. Please check out the socials. We also update, uh, you know, upload unique content and things like that. Guys, do you have anything to say before we close out this week's episode? Yeah, check out the Twitch channel. We're going to be dropping a bunch of yeah. new content on there. It's going to be dope. And, uh, you know, if you guys want uh, to listen to the after show, patreon.com slash D 404 yeah we're about to talk about what happened in this episode yeah got a lot episode 18 after show you know these after shows are just full of drell talking about what armos has done to him so <laughs> i feel like uh armos is about to get some of that dealt back to him as he has a giant 30 foot lizard standing over him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this should be fun <laughs> karma is in the shape of a lizard <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we'll go ahead and end that here before we close out like i said please check out the socials the discord the twitch channel all the fun stuff the youtube twitter all that good jazz and stick around for humbrea's heroes and until then have a good one see you next week bye bye careful with waterfalls see you next time everybody later now it's time to shout out Humbrea's Heroes. If you're interested in becoming Humbrea's Heroes yourself, go ahead and check out our Patreon. All the information will be there for you. First up, we got Man With Glass, the legendary glass blower of Humbrea. He wants me to tell you that he'll be in the town of Dillmore this weekend for the local glass convention. Should be a great time. He has his own uh, booth set up too. You can look at some of his work. He also said, if any dragons ask where he is, don't tell them. Remember, snitches get stitches. Next we have Pascal, wild magic artist of Humbrea. Last seen on the Isles of Kambuki, it's told that she was recently drawing a portrait of a ghost. It was a commissioned piece. Lastly, we have legendary bag weaver Joshua. Recently, he made me a bag of holding, which I thought was great at the time. The only problem is that there was a bagman inside. Now the bagman won't leave my house, and I gotta take him to court to dispute squatters' rights. Thank you for everyone that's sticking around listening to Humbrea's Heroes. We love you. See you next week. Bye!